Hey, how are you going? Guess what? Um, I burnt my tongue a few minutes ago and it really hurts, but that's okay. I hope you didn't burn your tongue. I hope your day's been better than mine. Um, no, my day's been fine, actually, if you're wondering. Um, I'm going to keep this intro short because in the past I've spoken a lot. Um, and I feel like this, this, oh, I'll give you a little update about my life. Um, what have I been up to? Well, um, not much. What have you been up to? I hope it's been a, it's, I hope you've been doing cool, cool stuff. Um, oh yeah, I guess in the last episode, I kind of, uh, spent a few minutes talking about like stuff that I was, some new announcements and things. So like, I'll do that really quickly now. Um, I have a website www.alexaleks.co and you know what you should do you should visit the website and why should you do that because i told you to and um it's really cool and there's a lot of stuff on there like oh no i just hit the microphone um like you can you can read some stuff that i've written um you can listen to other podcast episodes and you can read about me there's like a little about thing and um yeah it's cool and I changed the website a bit because in the past, the homepage was a photo of my face and I can, I can see how people navigate, like how people, like when they come on the website, what they click on. And most people were just coming on the website and then getting off it straight away. So my interpretation of that was people were seeing a photo of my face and being like, haha, wow, I got to get away from this guy. Um, so I've changed that. So now the homepage is different and hopefully people aren't quitting straight away. Ha ha ha. Um, I guess that sucks for me because that's my face and I can't do anything about it. Um, okay. So that's announcement one. Announcement two is, um, Hey, uh, you, you can support the podcast and this is a more serious announcement because, um, I guess I kind of need your help. Um, I don't want, I don't ever, 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 ever want ads on this podcast. I'm not going to talk about Squarespace or anything and fuck that. Um, but like, I don't know, I'm spending a lot of time and energy and a lot of my financial resources on this podcast as well. So, um, if you, if you like it, um, if it's, if it's helping you, please, please support the podcast. Um, you can do so via PayPal. Um, you can make a small donation, um, or you can uh, become a regular kind of subscriber thing. Um, and you can do that through Patreon and, if you go on www.alex.co slash contribute, um, there's like some more information about why, uh, I, I need your help and, um, also some more information about how you can help. So like there are links to both PayPal and Patreon. Patreon's really cool. It allows you to become like a, like a, I don't know, a patron of the podcast. Um, and why should you become a patron? Well, I don't know. You regularly show support. Every time I release an episode, you can contribute a few dollars or something um and that'd be really helpful so please please have a think about uh whether this podcast is helping you and if it is um help me out so i hope that was quick i hope i wasn't mumbling too much how long has it been three and a half minutes that's pretty good that's pretty quick um and do i have any other announcements um oh yeah uh also another actually don't worry about that i'll just (laughs) I'll make that um, that announcement at the end. Um, actually, no, I'll do it now. Whatever. Um, can you can you can you can you contact me? Can you say hey or something? Because it's nice, and a few more people have been doing it since I've been really pushing you. But you know, reach out, say hi. Um, 
you can email me contact. Oh, sorry. I keep changing my email address. Now it's contact at alex.co. So email me there. Um, I'm also going to be sending out like a kind of, uh, mailing list thing where I have some more information about people, um, like my guests, like my guest today, um, who is called Pia Katapan. And, um, yeah, I guess that's a convenient segue to introduce my guest. So, who is Pia? Who is my guest? What am I? Well, I'm Alex. Um, who are you? I don't know. You should tell me. You should send me a message on Instagram or something. Who are you? Tell me. Um, who's Pia? Well, Pia's my guest. And Pia is also from Melbourne. Um, and she's also my age, born in 1996. And that's probably really irrelevant information. So I'm sorry. Um, but Pia is... She lives in London. And she's lived here for like two and a half years. And she's a model. And she's an influencer. And she has a a following on Instagram, which is significantly bigger than mine. Um, and that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. You know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, Pia has access to this kind of world of semi-celebrityhood. Maybe it is real celebrityhood and real kind of like stardom um, that I don't have access to. And that's why... I, I wanted to have a chat with Pia because um, she she has insights into things that I don't have insights into. And that's what the podcast is about, kind of um, trying to do more and more to kind of engage with different parts of the world and uh, get a more comprehensive understanding of what the world is like. And, you know, I, I asked her a lot. I, I actually really pushed Pia in this episode. Um, and... When I listened to it again, I realized that like, it was really fucking intense. Like I was really pushing, pushing hard. I was asking really challenging questions. And, um, Pia is, Pia has this incredible energy. Um, and normally I, I have like a kind of low energy level. I think comparatively I have a low energy level, but Pia has like this. Yeah. She like, she's not, she's not a very loud person. She's not, um, you know, like hyperactive or anything, but she just has like this, I don't know. I, I think that was the most kind of engaged I've felt with any of my guests. Um, I was like really, really into the conversation. Um, and yeah, Pia was extremely honest and extremely open. Um, and also I think extremely, uh, critical of a lot of things about, uh, the world, this, this kind of influence of social media world that she's involved in. And, um, I think it's an extremely insightful interview. Um, it's not an interview, it's a conversation. It's an extremely insightful conversation. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess here it is. Enjoy it. Hey, Pia. Hi, thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, no, no, that's okay. It's funny because... Pia and I have been talking for 10 minutes and we only just started recording. And so now, oh God, I just hit something. Now we have to go into like this weird mode mode where, and I imagine that I'm kind of newer to this mode of like talking and presenting myself to an audience that don't know anything about me. But I suppose, anyway, we'll we'll get into that later. But for people who don't, (laughs) for people who don't know who you are or what you do, who are you and what do you do? Oh, gosh. So I'm from Australia, but I live in London, which is where we're meeting and uh, recording this podcast. Does everyone know that? 
Uh, pro- yeah. Probably not, actually. Let them know you're here. We're in London. Um, so as a job, I do modelling and I guess a little bit of social media influencing. Um, yeah, I also have a degree in public relations, which I like everyone to know about because I like them to know that I also have brains. But at the moment, I'm not working in that and I'm just sticking to the modelling for now. Okay. Do you, is there like some stereotype of models as being people who, who don't have brains or something? To be honest, I don't actually think there is, but I just like to reiterate that I do. <laughs> okay. I just like people to know. Okay. Because I did such a hard job doing yeah, yeah, a yeah. degree and like people to know about it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess like I feel like people our age do degrees and stuff, like especially something like what I'm studying, like philosophy. Yeah. And then there's just like no way you can use that degree unless you get into <laughs> academia. Yeah. So like you just work in a cafe for the rest of your life and maybe... Oh, really? What? <laughs> what? Like philosophy's fucked. There's like... Yeah, like you can't be employed as like a resident philosopher in a business yeah, or something. Like but the, you're very clever and you've got some good opinions uh, to take to the coffee shop that you're working in. <laughs> I mean... hopefully hopefully you'd be a very chatty barista um hopefully yeah hopefully yeah um okay and you said before that you uh you moved to london because of your partner yes so we moved for his business in 2017 he has a footwear brand okay and it's called naked wolf shout out (laughs) (laughs) plug um but yeah so we moved for that and i've always wanted to live here since i was 15 or 16 and we're both lucky enough to have British passports so we just made it work and I came too and I came thinking I might stay six months and it's been two and a half years and I'm still here okay so we'll see how long that lasts but I think we'll be here indefinitely okay and do you like it in London I do like it but I miss a lot of things from home I really like the space at home Hmm. the beach the sunset my dog my mum my good friends, but there's so much to love about London mm. and I feel so lucky that I'm living here at this age. I yeah. always remind myself whenever I'm having a bad day, I think you're so lucky that you're already there living overseas because sometimes people work so hard to then go and live overseas, but I'm already doing it. Yeah, right, right. And it's a real privilege. Like, <clears throat> I have to remind myself that as well, that I, um, yeah, I guess like one thing that I've noticed as I've got older is that, um, it's pretty easy to kind of fool yourself into believing that everyone else in the world has the same privilege that you do. Oh, I know. And you have to kind of be like, like when I got to London, I was like, shit, I'm in London. Like, and then I had to be like, no, I'm here because like, I got really lucky. Like all of these things kind of lined up and like, I don't know too many other friends that like have, have come to London in the circumstances that I have. Um, Well, that's the same as me. I feel so lucky. And I actually have made an effort to start practicing gratefulness and writing down all of these things that I am so grateful for because I've been having such amazing experiences and then I'll have a bad day and it's like I forget what all the good. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. So I'm really making an effort to be grateful for everything I have because I've noticed this year has been pretty good. Okay. I've been to some really good places and met some great people. So Mm. just trying to be grateful for everything. Okay. And what does, like you said, you write stuff down, but um, in your head, what does it mean to be like, because I, I also, like one of my greatest 
one of the greatest like mental hurdles that I haven't been able to overcome is not being weighed down by like the bad and the negative. Yeah. Because like I, I really struggle to kind of reflect on the past and be like, ah, oh, I've had a really nice life. It's always like, oh, wow, like this happened when I was 17. This happened when yeah. I was 18. Like, I was depressed for like four years or whatever. Um, but like what what is it for you about writing stuff down that that helps? I think writing stuff down gets my thoughts in check and I can you can just look down at the paper and look at it. Okay. You know, in your brain everything's going so fast, it's mm. so crazy. But I think gratefulness for me is reminding myself to be grounded and be in the here and now and mm. be happy mm. and let the past go. That's mm. what I like writing about because once you've kind of written about the past, it's in the past. Yeah, right. And I also think with you, wouldn't you just learn from these experiences? You need to flip the narrative and be positive about mm. them because some bad things that have happened to me, I just take it. It's happened. Mm. You've got to learn, move on mm. because yeah, this year has been a bit of a crazy year as well as being so amazing for me. I've had some friends and family go through some really crazy stuff, which mm. is just such a reminder that life is so short and so precious. Mm. So yeah, I've, my friends have kind of grouped together and we're really just trying to live our best lives at the moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, you said something interesting, which was that like, that um, I think one thing that, that it sounds like you're able to do, which I'm not, is look at a kind of list of reasons why uh, one should feel happy with how their life is. Like, look at, yeah. look at a list of good things and be like, okay, this means that my life is good. Like, or that, like, I, I shouldn't be feeling as sad as I do. But I, I can't really do that. Like, even if I have people tell me, even if I'm validated even if I get all of these things from people who I care about and like even if I spend time thinking myself I can yeah it, it just seems like it seems like my relationship with like happiness or satisfaction or whatever is totally out of my control yeah and like even if I would write a list of stuff down you don't think it would help you? no I just yeah, yeah I don't think that it would like I think I like it might be like might be helpful in terms of gaining perspective and being like okay things are actually pretty good yeah but then that wouldn't like change how I feel I know exactly what you mean so do you think that this this is the fine line between being grateful and then being happy and then mental illness because when people tell you to be happy all the time you can you can still be positive while you have anxiety or depression mm -hmm. so I think mm, that's there's a bit of a fine line which is hard to touch on but, and I also think it's difficult because everyone's entitled to have their own problems and just because someone might, in inverted covers, mm. have it worse than you mm. doesn't mean, like, yours is any, yours is bad. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I find helpful in writing down is I think about the things that I'm grateful for. I've actually spoken about this in a few of my YouTube videos, but I'll try and explain it perfectly now. So you write down the things that you're grateful for, and then you relook at that list and you think of everything that you didn't write down was taken away from you. So if you write down, you're really grateful to be in London, mm. but then Melbourne gets taken away from you. Mm. That's such a big part of your life and it is really great. Yeah, or right. your past, you think, oh, the past five years was so bad. I don't want it. But there was some really great moments in mm. there too that you learned from. Mm. So I just try and think, I just try and look at the good in every situation, to be honest. Okay. But I still have sad days. Mm. 
I feel like every day I wake up happy and then sometimes they get sad. Wow, you do you actually wake up happy? Yeah, it's crazy, right? You, well, I yeah. didn't realize everyone didn't wake up happy. <laughs> my boyfriend's yeah. like, why are you always like smiling, dancing? Like I wake up dancing to my alarm. Are you serious? Yeah. I have never, ever, ever even come close to that in the morning. Yeah, I see. I think that's the difference between I like almost push this on other people. Like, oh, just look at the positives. You're going to be okay. But everyone's different the thoughts going inside your head are weird yeah wow well that yeah. that's like i i honestly can't even imagine what that really? would be like yeah because my my experience of <laughs> waking up especially isn't pleasant mm. like it <laughs> i've been actually it's been getting better like if i'm really on top of my sleep cycle and i'm going to bed at a similar time i can kind of like rouse myself more easily in the morning but it's like it's not easy I have to like my alarm goes off and I'm like like I I hate my alarm like my alarm doesn't make me dance like I you hate it but you need to change it it. and then I change it and then like two days go by and like I wake up furious and I'm like why is this thing disturbing me so do you think I'm not sure if you want to answer this but do you think you wake up sad angry because you're not looking forward to your day or because you're not a morning person both I think Mm. yeah I think even when I like for example today I was really looking forward to here we go let's I'll try a verbal gratefulness exercise so this morning I woke up and I was like um and I went for a run in the morning and I was like how far did you run um not not too far I think like three and a half kilometers or something um good job thank you um it was it was nice there's a park Victoria Park yeah I, I went around Victoria Park. I'm not sure how far that is. Um, or like halfway around it or something. Um, and when I woke up, I was like, I had thought about it the night before. I was like, tomorrow morning, I'm going to go for a run. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and I was like, I'm going to go for a run. And I was like a bit excited, but it still took me like 15 minutes to get out of bed. Um, I'm not really sure what my point was going to be, but I think it's something along the lines of, even if I do have things to do in the day that I'm looking forward to, yeah. it doesn't change how I feel there's like two parts of my being there's like me as someone who's looking forward to things and who can like be grateful that things are going to happen that I'm looking forward to but then there's me as like someone who struggles with depression yeah and like the two don't overlap like I feel like regardless of how how good my circumstances are relatively in inverted commas yeah um, like my mental health is still the thing that like still the burden that I can't kind of overcome um, yeah but but I think that's what I was saying before yeah because like you said you there's a fine line as much yeah, gratefulness yeah. but if there really is a problem mm. Mm, should we use the word problem I don't mm. really like that mm. but if there is something going on with your mental health that can't, you can do as many face masks and self-care and writing down mm. in your journal as you want, but mm. that's not going to change it. Mm. But I'm, I'm no professional in mental illness mm. health. Mm. I just like looking after my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, so do I. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it's it's going to be a lifelong project. Or yeah, for like sure, that. but manageable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, manageable. Hopefully, oh, manageable. definitely manageable. For sure. Okay. You I like your... You believe in yourself. I, I don't know. I, I'm not... I'm not like... I'm not... I'm actually... I'm becoming... People have remarked recently. They've been like, dude, you're smiling more. 
I'm like, shit. Really? You didn't used to smile? I don't think I've seen you not smiling in the <laughs> really? past however long we've been together. Wow. Maybe I'm just funny. <laughs> You've been laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you are funny. Um, Thanks. Uh, I don't get it a lot. Really? No, never. Uh, well, hey, actually, I don't think you're very funny. No, I, I'm not funny. I don't make <laughs> good joking. jokes. Oh, oh, I think you fine. are funny. No, but I don't think I make good jokes, but I think I... I don't know. Just say things in a funny way, and people laugh at me. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it. I think you're funny. Oh, I'm, thanks. I'm Thank you. Um, that's probably why I'm smiling. Oh, really? No. Jeez. Well, I hope he listens to this. And I hope he, he won't. feels ashamed. He won't. Oh, really? I could say anything about him right now. Shit. He would never listen. He hates podcasts. Really? And I love them. Oh my god. I well, you know. have to. You have to convert this guy. I know. I need wow. to. Wow. You should. You should seriously. I feel yeah. like. Um, like when I've listened to. Uh, one of my other friends has a podcast and I know, I used to know them quite well. Um, we kind of had a falling out, but at the time I would listen to his podcast and I would learn stuff about him. Yeah. Even though I'd spent a fair bit of time with him. So I don't know, we weren't in a relationship. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He he would probably learn some things about me from this already. Mm. He'd probably be like, really? Do you write all of that stuff down? Mm. Even though I tell him, but I feel maybe it goes in one ear and out the other. Oh, um, <laughs> that's that's a shame. Well, I hope he listens. What's his name? His name's Cody. Cody, fucking listen. Yeah, <laughs> mate, listen. <laughs> oh, he'll listen now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess I guess we should transition into uh, uh, the the things that I I wanted to ask you. Yes. Um, I guess it's not really much of a transition because I feel like we've kind of already hinted at lots of or alluded to lots of things but um one thing that you said before was that um no matter how many face masks you put on or no matter how rigorous your beauty routine or whatever you can't like you know those things might not help um but i feel like uh the the modeling world or the world of like advertising and media and marketing, which are trying to sell a product or something, they're pitched at making you happy. Yes. And if they weren't pitched at making you happy or making your life better, there would be no reason for people to buy them. Um, really? So I, I, Don't you think people would buy them to look beautiful but over why, being happy? But I, I'm sure that, like, well, that, yeah, I guess I'm including them under the they're same. They're intertwined. Yeah, they're intertwined, like, saying. to make your life better, to be yeah. more beautiful, like, improving. Because I feel like a lot of uh, marketing previously has been about being beautiful and being clear skin and looking great. Mm. But now it's kind of switched the narrative to feeling your best, feeling empowered, feeling happy in yourself. Okay. So, yeah, but continue on. Okay. You're um, saying these but, things in the modeling industry it's about being happy well i think like at least when i when i look at like not to i think your instagram page is uh uh it's quite different to a lot of other modeling pages that i've looked at like Come i across yeah I, I i don't think that you're like because um I, okay i'm not gonna lie some in some model pages that i've been on are like really obnoxious like they have they're like oh my god like me and my family like we're going here and like we ate at this five-star restaurant and they give you like two hours of detail about like this intimate experience that they've had with their family that's probably only meaningful to them like how what am i supposed to do with information about your family but 
they are trying to sell this or they're putting forward this image of like a perfect life yes and like i guess the suggestion or the implication with social media is that you need to copy them or you need to learn from them in order to improve your own life or like they are going to influence you in such a way that you become different maybe more like them so that your life becomes better but yeah i guess you said before that like with the face mask metaphor no matter how many fucking nice dinners you go on with your family like if you're like if you're a sad person if you're like yeah if you're a sad person it's i'm not sure if it's going to help what do you think well i think it definitely wouldn't help okay but in terms of what you just said about social media i i i have so much to say in response so i feel like Oh, Oh, the lights went off. Okay. Uh, I have so much to say in response because, like you were saying, this girl has written a huge caption about her family and it's so difficult being on that side of social media, being me, thinking, what do people want to do? Because I don't just want to make a little emoji as a caption because that's boring. It gives no one anything. But then there's half the people that will say, honey, we don't care about your dinner with your family. Boring. And Mm. then half the people that will say, oh my God, but you didn't tell us what you ordered. Oh, right. And they want to know everything. Mm. So it's, it's such a fine line. And then it's such a fine line, especially with my page. Obviously, as we've been saying the past, however long we've been talking, not every day is a happy day, Mm. but my Instagram portrays a pretty good life. Mm. I would assume i'm well, doesn't everyone yeah well mm. that's what i mean mm. but my life is good mm. i love my life but yes i have bad days and i'm trying to find a balance between saying i have bad days and then coming off as ungrateful and it's also really hard in terms of the way i look if i go and share my insecurities am i just pushing them on other people yeah right and saying i do modeling as a job but i'm really insecure about my face and then all these other people go oh, well Maybe I should be too. Mm. So it's such a fine line of to know what to post because once it's out there, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and have you been, like, has it been reassuring doing modeling? Like, do you, uh, I guess, insecurities that you've had in the past, have they been, like, validated or? Well, I've been modeling since I was 14. What? Yeah, I'm 23 now, so it's actually been so long next year it'll be 10 years and i can say i've been in a career for 10 years but um so the insecurities what you're saying in the past they didn't really exist before i was 14 i don't think because i think that's when it all kind of starts happening you just kind of come into the world and realize that you can be insecure rather than just enjoying your life um Mm. but they've been validated They've been validated and ruined, if that makes sense. So Mm. if I don't get a job, I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm so ugly, blah, blah, blah. Do you actually think that? Yes. Oh, my God, daily. Do you mean a modeling job? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'll never look as good as her. Should I get lip fillers? Blah, blah, blah. This is not just me. Mm. This is a modeling phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Five minutes later, someone will say, oh, you look really good and you move really well in front of the camera. And I'll think, oh, my God, I'm so good at this. I really enjoy it. I love bringing my little creative flair. I shouldn't worry about the way I look because I I can chat to people on set and I'm really good at moving and blah, blah, blah. So it kind of validates 
uh, it kind of give, it goes both ways. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, mm. and it can happen in a matter of seconds. Mm. Honestly, I take a good shot and I look at the back of the computer screen and everyone's crowded around like oh perfect this is great and then i'll go into the change room and something doesn't fit quite right and i'm like oh god i'll never be small enough wow yeah it's a roller coaster of emotions yeah but i feel so uncomfortable sharing this like i just said i don't want to push these insecurities on other people oh of course yeah and i don't think that's what it doesn't come across like that no no because this is your experience yeah but i guess the question that i have is that um like, as you, as you said, like, there are these, there's, like, this beauty standard that, uh, like, oh, I, I won't be, I might not be ever thin enough to wear this dress or something. There's, like, like that, that, like, idea that, like, thin enough, like, enough, there is going to be, well, I, I don't know, is there ever a point where, like, where one can be satisfied with their, appearance on so, so on social media like do you i don't i don't think that that sounded wrong i don't think there's ever a point you can be satisfied with your appearance if you're trying to change it yeah you can yeah, never okay. you will never be skinny enough right um, sometimes i hear people say oh yeah when literally my friends will say this they'll say yeah when i lose my weight i'm going to start wearing really short dresses and dress like this celebrity or when I lose my weight, I might get my boobs done, whatever they say. It's Mm. craziness. And I always think in my head, then you're never going to be skinny enough. You're never going to think in your head, I've lost my weight now because you're never going to be happy if you're not happy with who you are at the moment. So that's really what I'm, it's been a little bit of a journey for me, but I'm really trying to shift it and think, yeah, I'm not skinny enough for this job, but I'm skinny enough for me. Okay. There's a few movements on Instagram and there's a few amazing influencers who speak about body positivity and there's a movement called I Am Enough and I Weigh and the I Weigh movement is talking like kind of a play on words like your weight shouldn't matter, the way your body looks shouldn't matter, you have a lot more weight, like your personality, what you can give others, everything else. Hmm. So I'm trying to focus on that because I realized a while ago if you try and change your appearance, it's never, ever, ever going to be good enough. Yeah, right. Um, because when, like, when, yeah, when is the end point? Like, even with social media, like, what, what is the, what is the goal? Like, is it just infinite growth? With, yes. like, modeling, is it, like, a journey towards being infinitely beautiful or, like, infinitely photogenic or infinitely... I think so. I okay. think it's an infinite. Desire. That's fucked. Can't say that that word. is so fucked. But yeah, I would never because you said to me before, like, is it crazy knowing this many people follow you? Maybe it's crazy for you that that many people follow me, but for me, it's nothing. For me, I'm like, no, my following's small, and <laughs> and I don't think, oh, my goal is to get to a million followers and then I'll be happy. Right. Like that would never be a goal. My goal would to be unlimited. You know? Wow. Because that that's the industry I'm in. It's not really the number of followers. But does that not sound like... Crazy. Or like deeply, deeply... Like, Damaging. <laughs> I'll or let just, you speak. Uh, well, yeah, I guess like... I just... I don't... I don't understand. Like, it's just unrealistic, right? Yes. So like, it, no, it's impossible. Like, yeah. It, that's actually impossible. Well, that's the thing. So, I just want to clarify. My goal is to not have zillions of followers yeah, yeah, yeah. and be in, in inverted commas influencer that's not what I want to do but being in that line of work there's no goal 
there's no end point. Yeah, there right, really right. is never. Yeah. You can only be better. And I feel like it's it's encouraging, but it's also super damaging because if you're not getting the support from other people and other people are loving what you're producing, it's like, how can you get anywhere? Yeah. Whereas I always compare it to other professions. If you want to get somewhere further in your job, you can work harder as in do more reading about law or do more travel or do more seminars or speak to different people and further your brain. But yeah, it's really hard when you're having to rely on other people enjoying what you produce. Yeah, right. But it's there's kind of like, like with modeling and especially with the kind of modeling that you do, which involves like your face and your body. Yeah. Like when you say the stuff that you produce, like to me that means like, literally like physically you yeah like people aren't happy with you Mm, yeah yeah kind kind of but for me i think it's also my personality i make some youtube videos oh yeah 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 but i find but that's that's separate right Mm, yeah it's separate to my modeling yes but i find that even worse because they're seeing the way i look they can see my full outfit or my full you know full length body shot on my youtube they see my face a lot of close-ups often without makeup right in the morning they can see the pimples and then they see my full on personality and then Mm. if they say oh no don't like it that's a lot to deal with yeah but i feel like as a model you can sort of separate your looks and go i modeled for this brand i wasn't into the clothes it, it's a job, move on, I have my personality and my life and everything else I do separate. Right. But sometimes I feel like if I'm giving everything to my YouTube and showing my whole self and then people aren't don't like it, it's mm. quite a lot. Mm. Well, yeah. Okay, there, there are lots of questions. Yes, your questions. brain's going crazy. Go. <laughs> shoot, shoot, no, shoot. Um, okay, so uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure where to go, but I guess one... There was one thing that was really interesting, which uh, towards the end of what you said, which was that, like, if you're modeling for a company that you don't like or something, like maybe they're um, really sexist, Mm -hmm. maybe they're really racist or something, but like, you know, at the end of the day, um, like, I don't know, you need to feed yourself, you need to pay for the electricity bills or something, so like, you need money. Yeah. Um, Yeah. do you do you think there's much awareness in the modeling world of like the ethics of the companies that people do modeling for? Like, for example, let's say I'm walking down the street and Jeff Bezos, who's the CEO of Amazon, yeah. comes up to me and he's like, Alex, I think you're gorgeous. I think you should do <laughs> the next like photo shoot for like yeah. Amazon. Yeah, you can model. <laughs> wow. Well, th- thank you. Um, that, that's really flattering. Um, but let's let's say in in this fictional world, Jeff Bezos invites me to model for Amazon. I would think Amazon, Jeff Bezos is a really wicked and like evil and sinister human being. And like he has done, he systematically underpays all his staff. They have horrible working conditions. They have no job security. Fuck this guy. I'm not modeling for Amazon. But like, I guess... I have other financial um, things that I can kind of depend on. But like, let's say, let's say like I, I was extremely financially stable and I was yeah. put in that situation. Um, oh, okay. Well, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, like what, if do you, you don't agree with a brand, would you do it? Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's such a fine line. Sometimes there's brands that I think are really ugly, okay. but that's not that's no problem. You just do it. It's your job to model their clothes, and everyone has a different opinion of clothes. So even my best friend, I'll show her stuff, and she's like, "Why would you buy that?" But we we have similar taste. You would think. Okay. So that doesn't really bother me in terms mm. of ethics. I think it is so difficult because. If I say no to a job, someone else is going to say yes and get the money. Yeah, right. I'm not sure if you heard, but Taylor Swift was going to sing at the Melbourne Spring Racing Carnival. And she was getting something like a million or I can't remember the figures, but maybe a million dollars for three songs. And then all her fans came out and said, because she's obsessed with her cats. Right. They said, if you love your cats so much, why are you supporting something that's so unethical to other animals? So she ended up pulling out. Obviously, someone else needs to replace her and they're going to get the million dollars. And it's such a tough line. I mean, Taylor Swift probably doesn't need that extra cash, but when you do, it's hard It's hard to know what to yeah, right. what, how to make the decision. Right. And it's not as if... What was the CEO's name again? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It's not as if Jeff Honey over here is calling you up directly in the modeling world. It's mm. a booking team working probably in a completely different office, maybe even a different country. Yeah, right. Right. calling your agency to see if you can do this and it's just your face, it's not your name. Mm. So for me with modelling, I mean, if it was for something like tobacco or if there was, if it was super racist or something against gay marriage or something like this, something that I really am passionate about, mm. I would never do it. But if it was something, I mean, it's hard to say at the moment, but if my, it was just my face, then, yeah, maybe I would unless it was one of those three things. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I get, because that's something that has really interested me and bothered me in the past. Like, I one time I had this job and I was working for a business and the business wasn't doing anything illegal, mm-hmm. um, but they kind of discovered this loophole in legislation and they were, like, abusing this loophole and making a lot of money and it was taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt really uncomfortable about that. So much so that it was getting in the way of my work and I quit. Um, and I guess that was the first point that I realized that I, I really care about, like, I really care about the footprint of the things that I'm associated with. Um, but from what you've said, it sounds like the modeling world doesn't cater for that. It doesn't no. because, like, if you say no to a job, they're going to think, oh, well, Pia's got better things to do with her time or, yeah. like, Pia's not interested in modeling anymore. And then, like, I, I don't know, may, maybe that's what does happen. Maybe, like, you need to keep your the people who call you happy because, like, they call you, like, Pia, we found you a job. And then you're like, no, fuck off. I don't want to work yeah. for them. And mm-hmm. they call you again. You're like, no, fuck off. I don't want to work for them either. And then they're going to be like, well, fuck Pia. Like, exactly. she's not answering any of our calls. And then you lose, yeah. like, you don't have the financial well, security you I had think- before. I think that's what makes me easy to work with with my agencies. They always tell me, like, you're so easy to work with. I answer my phone and I'm there on time and I'm nice. Mm. But I think, yes, some models are like, oh, no, I don't really like that brand. I won't do it. But I think they're silly. Okay. They they need the money. They're just a bit... What do you think who's silly? The the girls that, uh, like, stick their nose up at jobs for not being cool enough or whatever the brands. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's really great that you stand by your ethical views and quit your job, except I had a question, say if you're working in a coffee store and your job was a barista, what if at the end of every shift they asked you, or can you 
clean up the tables and do the toilets downstairs, would you do that? Like that's what I find sometimes in modeling. My job is modeling. So then sometimes you kind of have to take the shittier jobs too to get the good ones as well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Like because, well, that that's separate from like. It's not unethical. Yeah, it's not, unless they're yeah. asking me to do that because they're like, oh, hey, like you're Arabic. You should yeah. clean the toilet. Like if they say yeah. something like that, then I'll be like, fuck you and I'll quit. But if they're like, hey, you know, as part of your job as a barista, you need to go and like mop the floor. I'll be like, okay, that's just part of my job as a barista. Mm. I don't think... I think you've made the point better than me. Um, no, no, I, I, I don't do think so. Do you kind of get what I was saying? No, yeah, I do yeah. get what you're saying. Like there is... But I think that's different. I think like cleaning cleaning a toilet, while it's literally a shit job, <laughs> um, is different from like modeling for a morally bankrupt and ethically non-existent company. Yeah. Because like, unless you're like doing something unethical in the toilet. Yeah. Like no, flushing the straws or something down the toilet. Like there's no real, it's just you're cleaning a toilet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a bit on the fence about this because I do agree with you okay. and that I wouldn't want to put my face to something or even help out something that is unethical. Mm. But then it definitely, there's such a fine line between what is it unethical for mm. And I even find you see a lot of influencers on social media getting called out for promoting fast fashion brands. Yeah, right. right and a right. lot of people are like, that's crazy. It's so unsustainable. Yep. It's so bad for the environment. But at the same time, these influencers might have a million followers and 80% of those are girls under 18 yeah, who right. generally couldn't afford expensive niche designer clothes. Yep. So they go to the fast fashion websites and they pick up a top for $5 mm. and they look great and mm. they feel confident. So it's meeting that their market, but then yep. they're getting called out for going against sustainability. So it is difficult because you can't please everyone. Yeah, right, right. So that, yeah, I guess that's kind of interrelated as well. Yeah, yeah. Pleasing everyone and then also pleasing yourself because you might please yourself with the paycheck, but then you might un feel unethical mm, about mm, it. Mm. Well, what do you think comes first? What comes first for you? Feeling good, definitely. Okay. Because I don't think you could sit at home with thousands of dollars and then be happy if you're feeling shit about something. Well, yeah, I think like if you get paid a thousand, if you get paid a million dollars to do, unless, unless, so there's this movement called effective altruism. Yes, um, I've never heard of this movement. Tell me more. Okay, well, I guess some people don't like it being called a movement. It's kind of just like an idea, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> there's an Australian philosopher from Melbourne He's one of the world's leading ethicists. And I actually interviewed him on a different podcast that I did last year. Um, he's called Peter Singer. Um, I think I've heard of him before. Probably. He's like one of the most influential okay. people in the world. Um, who's alive? He's still alive. He's pretty old now, but he looks old. Um, <laughs> sorry, Peter. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he's old. Um, uh, yeah, and so Peter, um, Peter kind of... Uh, is at the forefront of this movement. As I said before, it's called effective altruism. And what it is, is the idea that, like, if you have the capacity... So let's say you're really good at maths or something. Yeah. Like, really good at commerce or finance or something. And you get offered a job at Goldman Sachs on Wall Street. Yeah. And, I don't know, they were involved in the global financial crisis. Um, let's say that the thing, the work that you're contracted to do is 
uh, to do with promoting the tobacco industry and the sale of cigarettes. But you're getting paid a million dollars per month. Yeah, I was going to use this as an example as well. Like, think about, I do a PR degree. Think about who does the PR for tobacco companies. Yeah, so yeah. Someone's got to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So Peter would say, mm. you take the job. Yeah. Okay, you take the job, but... What you do with the money is you direct it towards places where you can have an exceptional impact on people's lives. So you can buy malaria nets for $2. And there are organizations that will send those malaria nets to um, communities in sub-Saharan Africa where mm -hmm. malaria is prevalent. And malaria nets do save lives. Think about how for $2 you can buy 500,000. What? So, for two, no. with, one million, with one million dollars, you can buy 500,000 okay. malaria nets. Right. I was like, those are yeah, such yeah. Good nets. <laughs> those are, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so I like, see what you're saying. Yeah. So you, you take, you do the dirty work. To do some good Because, well. because you are, you do the dirty work because you are suited to doing the dirty work. Like you have a, you're good at finance. You have the skill set. Yeah, you have the skill set at finance. You don't settle for a job that some, like you don't settle for a job, um, that someone else could easily fill. Yep, I totally understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. So you don't you don't say no to the money and do something. So you don't say no to the money and become a someone like a telemarketer or something. Yeah. No offense to telemarketers, no, no, but no. like you know, yeah. Um, most like telemarketing is you just sit by a phone and make calls. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't require the same kind of advanced understanding of markets and stuff as mm -hmm. like finance would or something. But yeah. So I understand yeah. it. You do some bad, but you kind of counterbalance it by doing some good as well. Well, you do. I guess the idea is that the bad that you're doing, maybe tobacco, you're doing so much bad because you're mm. like, you know, you're literally killing people, but maybe something less bad. Like, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, but like you do like a kind of calculus and you yeah. like evaluate 500,000 lives with 500,000 malaria nets versus one month promoting tobacco. Yeah. And you think about the kind of net impact in the world in terms of the happiness of people's lives. Is there going to be more happiness in the world with 500,000 malaria nets going around? Or is there going to be more happiness in the world with um, me not taking this job at Goldman Sachs? And I guess the answer is more happy. Oh, well, well, in this, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what the answer is going to be. No, but I understand. Perhaps the answer is malaria nets. And so you take the yeah. job, you sell your soul. And, yeah. and you fucking get, you make but maybe they nets. don't sell their full soul because they're still doing a lot of good well yeah maybe that's their the soul's idea. a little bit redirected yeah, into the yeah. good parts that they're yeah. doing well you're using you're kind of they're using their brain yeah. for the bad and their and soul for the good yeah yeah okay yeah and that and you're also kind of using the system against itself because you're yeah. taking money from the system and putting it but I wouldn't say it's against itself because it's not as if you're taking money from tobacco to then feed it into anti-tobacco marketing. Oh, well, yeah, not directly, you know? but like... It's um, still, I think... You're not you're not pumping it back into the system. Yeah. You're not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Agreed. buying luxury cars. Agree. And, yeah. 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 Um, it's a good point. It's an interesting movement. Yeah. Did we call yeah, it a movement? Yeah, that, that's what I said before. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, I think it's... A, I think you always got to do something good. Well, I don't know. See, like, in previous interviews that I've done, that's a question that I've asked people. Yeah. Like, do you, like, what is the right thing to do in a situation? Do you, like, how, how like, what, what does, okay, well, what does good mean for you? Okay, well, 
uh, mm, I've, I'm going to sidestep that question okay. and say what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think me standing in front of a camera all day isn't really helping anyone out there. Okay. It's not doing much. But I try and counterbalance that by a lot of people come into my DMs and ask me questions. I will reply even if it's something really trivial like where's your outfit from instead okay. of just saying Oxford Street or Zara. I'll go onto the website. I will look on the website for five whole minutes, find the exact link and send it to them. Okay. You're helpful. You're doing little helpful things. I On my YouTube channel, I talk more about like mental health or things to make me feel good or what I like to eat to feel energized. And that kind of, it's giving a little bit of value to at least someone. Mm-hmm. Well, at least more than someone because I get... I get people coming into my DM saying, thank you so much. It was so helpful. Yeah, right. And then I like to do things for other people, just even just my friends, just calling my friends and asking them about their day, making them feel better and lifting them up and making them feel good. Mm. I feel like you can channel your energy into doing some good, even if maybe your job or your day-to-day isn't fulfilling your good nature. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Just because I'm not changing the world right now still changing someone else's world by making their day feel a little bit better yeah yeah um yeah and that that's that's a nice thought um, thanks <laughs> yeah um okay i get there's one question that i really wanted to ask you so ask i'm gonna kind of go side uh, step as yeah, well. a bit of a side yeah, step yeah, yeah. um so it's still related to social media but like so i have i think 318 followers on yes. instagram and you have like 55,000, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Maybe 57 or something. Mm. Do you know uh, the exact number? No, maybe 56. Wow. Okay. So that is like, that's 56,000 more than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I think a lot about who I am on Instagram. Yeah. And like, I don't have too much engagement with my stuff because I don't have too many followers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I still, I like, because... I'm pretty paranoid about my, like, internet security and stuff. Like, I, I don't – I'm pretty careful about um, the things I say on the podcast. Yeah. Um, the, the photos of myself that I put online, uh, the captions. I, I try – I yeah, I think about everything yeah. before it goes out there. And so there's a certain image of me, a projection of me that's going out. I like to think that the podcast projection is – the most realistic projection, internet projection of me that I've ever made. Mm-hmm. More so than my private Instagram, which is really interesting. Um, because I feel like there's a lot of emotional investment in the podcast. Yeah. So the question for you is, is your Instagram an accurate reflection of who you are? Mm. Do, you, do you see, do you, like the peer sitting in front of me right now, I, I guess we only met like two, two and a half hours ago or something, yeah. so... You know, I, it takes a while to kind of tell someone who you are. But like, I, yeah, I wonder whether when you when you post a photo to 56,000 people, yeah. are you posting it from who you actually are? Or is it in the context of you as a model, as someone who relies on this audience for lots of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such a hard question, you know, because do I want my Instagram to be me my personal instagram how i talk to my friends or do i want to use it for a job mm. it's really difficult because i always have to kind of keep in my head oh will will this post do well because brands are going to look at how many likes this gets and if the engagement's good they might pay me for a post mm. or they might say oh no we don't want to use her so it's a really one of those things i feel like my instagram 
it could be better and I always want it to be better. I always just want people to know the real me, but everything I post on there I like. It's not a fake version of me. It's just maybe a polished version mm. of me. Okay. And it's very... I like my aesthetic on there. I like the colours that I post. So if I get like a crazy wild photo out and about on a night out, I'm not going to post that because it just won't go with my feed, but I still have fun. So mm. maybe it, it's not showing everything about me, but I think it's not a fake representation of me. Yeah, right. And I think I'm quite open on my stories and I'm prepared to have fun with it. But going to what you were saying, how you were saying your podcast is kind of or how you're being very careful with what you put out there. Mm. Oh, I think about it. Yeah, 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 you think about it. You think about it. I think about it too, but it's interesting to say that because who are you thinking about it for? Mm. Are you thinking about it because in the future you want to be a politician so you're thinking, oh, shit, I need to clean up my act on mm. the internet, something's mm. going to come out? Or are you thinking I want to look really cool at the moment for all these young girls that are following along? Or it depends what you think mm. because – what I post is honestly just for me and both my parents follow me and are very engaged with my social media. I will get texts often like, did you really post that? Yes, mom, I did. Or It's so funny. I do skincare videos and she writes to me and she goes, it looks like you're being a bit rough with your skin. <laughs> she looks so closely. But it's funny because I post things for me and then last night I met some really cool people at an event that mm. weren't influencers and they all asked me for my Instagram and I felt for one split second a little bit embarrassed to give it out okay. I thought it's not as cool as them because they're really artsy and it's just a little what I thought basic and a bit silly but then I think the thing is you just need to stand by it like you thinking about your work everything that you're putting out there maybe in two years you're going to have disagreed with those opinions you had now hmm. but I think if you're authentic to yourself you won't disagree as long as you remain like as long as you project your true personality it's always going to be fine Does yeah that make sense yeah i think that i think yeah, yeah. um yeah no it, it does make sense and the, especially I, I really like the point you made about um like in the future when you reflect on how you once were i guess if you were aware that at the time you were being you were trying to be as true to your as true to yourself as mm. possible, then it's kind of like a, an impossible anxiety, like an impossible anxiety to resolve, like an anxiety about, yeah. shit, I did this two years ago, I'm not too happy with it. Like you can't, I mean, there's not one, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Like, unless, unless like, you know, you need to apologize to someone or something. Mm. But like, yeah, I think you're right. If you do like, it's important, it's really important to be as, as genuine and as authentic as possible. Yeah. But I think there comes a point where, like, I was saying to you before, off, off the, off the microphone, that like, um, I, I asked you about because, like, I, this podcast means very much to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and at the moment, it's, I guess, the most kind of the most important creative output that I have. Um, but I. And I feel like some of the episodes are really important. And so I want more people to engage with them. Yeah. And that means that I have to kind of tap into, in some sense, the world of like being an influencer or something, trying to like get traction and trying to involve people and trying to yeah. communicate with people. And so I feel like there's this real tension between 
me as a genuine person who cares about this podcast and then like this internet version of me that is like trying to get more people to listen I know what you mean. and yeah i i don't know it's it's a really hard thing to kind of i know what you mean make a peace with because i see you like even we've been talking for not long and you have such good opinions and even your story about how you quit it's so morally right and then maybe your philosophy degree comes into it i'm not sure but your the way your brain works i'm already finding it very interesting and i feel like you just want to show your true self and get all these great points across but then it doesn't really pick up on social media because i can tell you why because people only have two seconds yeah, you've got yeah. so much to say yeah yeah and you've, yeah. you everything you say is so interesting but people are just scrolling past they just want to see a, a quick pretty photo and then they're going to click and watch a bit longer mm. but that's how you need to get people in i don't know maybe you should do a video like boo and scare everyone into watching mm. maybe you should do a makeup video yeah you should you know that would go crazy you should <laughs> do a makeup video yeah okay it would go crazy but like you don't really need to put yourself down to that lowbrow kind of level. Hey, but, no, don't, <laughs> don't say that. But, um, yeah, I think it's just because I was actually having a conversation with someone last night. Just because you don't have as many followers doesn't mean you're not influencing people. Yeah, right. You have 300 people following you. I have 50 would be 56,000 people. But maybe those 300 are genuinely so interested in what mm. you're doing maybe they are looking at every post thinking oh my god that caption every word resonates with me and maybe every one of my followers is just scrolling by and double tapping thinking cute lip gloss you know mm. Mm. so i wouldn't be disheartened mm. that's actually a really profound insight oh my gosh no one has ever referred to me as being profound <laughs> Shut i <up>. love it <laughs> no seriously that's like i mean that is like the the question of social media like when when do we feel like we are liked mm. i mean like we're on there to be liked or something to share stuff to i don't know improve ourselves to improve the lives of others but like it revolves around like having a following and i think you're right i think like i mean i i would prefer 10 followers who 10 people who are listening to the podcast but engage with every episode and tell me things and talk to me about it. And I've been trying to push my listeners to do that. And some have. So yeah. those of you who have, thank you. I would prefer that to 100,000 people who don't engage with it. Because like yeah. the reason why I have the podcast is to share these, to ask these questions to people who have perspectives of worlds that I don't have access to, like yourself. Yeah. Um, and to yeah. get to get people to to think about these things, to think about their presence on social media, to think about yeah what their what their reasons are for being on there, and yeah, I guess having a hundred thousand people who don't engage with the podcast, I'm I mean my words are falling on deaf deaf ears. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, but you know at the end of the day the the people that follow you is just a number on the top of your screen. Mm, mm. It could say 10K or 100K or mm. 1 million, mm. thousand, zillion. Mm. It really doesn't matter mm. as long as the people are engaging. But then interesting that you say um, people need to think about how they want to use social media because many of my friends post 
once a month and it'll just be they're posting a night out with the girls or they're posting down the beach with their boyfriend or something and it's really great to keep up with their life but that's what they use it for just Mm. checking in with friends and posting their holiday Mm. and so yeah it just depends what you're going to use it for i guess Mm. and i feel like there's a lot of pressure to have followers even if you're just using it to share it with friends but why would you want more people watching it if you're not friends with them well yeah that's 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 what I feel. Yeah. Like I because as we said before, like I don't know, the goal for models is like infinite beauty. And like yeah. the goal of social media in th- in itself is like an infinite audience. Yeah. Or like infinite validation or something. And so to ha- to be satisfied with like three hundred followers is like antithetical. Like it contradicts what social media what Instagram is about because Instagram is about more than 300. It's about more than 56,000. It's about more than a million. It's about more than a hundred million. It's just about more. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, maybe the next, one of the next steps that I need to take myself is like a real, a real conversation with myself about, and, and with people like you about why I'm, why I'm making this podcast and what I want from my listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Um, so I have a, not a question, just maybe something you can go away and think about mm. is you keep saying, oh, Instagram and modeling, you just want more, 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 more. Not in a bad way, <laughs> but I'm just summarizing. Okay. But isn't this almost, this is something for you to think about. Mm. The same with every industry. Say if you're in medicine or research, you just want more, 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 more. You just want to find the cure for this and find the cure for that and Mm. figure out this and get as many people in the hospital back to good health and Mm. get them all out and more turnover, more Mm. everything. Even finance, you want to make more money and you open up your own cafe Mm. and you want more customers and then maybe you want more branches Mm. of the cafe so then you can maybe go Australia-wide and then overseas. So I I feel like once you start dreaming towards a goal... There's never an end point. Mm. You know, mm. if you're started, if you're making money, would you stop at a million dollars because you think my goal was to make a million dollars or would you just make a billion dollars mm. and then donate that to charity? Mm. Same as anything really. Mm. But well, maybe this is something for maybe a next podcast idea. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and it really is. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. Um, I think that because we're, we're at 50-ish minutes now, Oh, we've been talking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has been. It's been a little while. But yeah, I guess I'd like to think about, I'd like to ask you as a last question. Yes. Whether you think there is, so you gave the example of uh, doctors and researchers or something. Yeah. So like a lot of money goes into research for the cure for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, researchers do more and more and more and more research because they're trying to find the cure for cancer. Um Instagram pushes people, and like the, the cure for cancer, some people will say that we, we shouldn't try and discover the cure for cancer because it means that people are going to be living for longer and more people living for longer means a greater environmental footprint that humans are having, which means a shorter life expectancy of the earth or something. Maybe that's a counter-argument. But like some people... Um, I imagine most people are for a cure for cancer mm-hmm. because, like, my grandfather died of cancer. Yeah, me um, too. Lots of, lots of people 
are affected. My my aunt has cancer at the moment. Um, uh, and yeah, I I feel like more and more and more research is working towards this goal that has something to do with changing changing like I guess it a cure for cancer changes. I see where you're going. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Social media following doesn't change. No, much no, no. In the world. That, that's not. That's not what I. That's. Oh, that's not, not where you're going. Like kind of, but I'm, I. I just think that my question was going to be: Do you think there is a difference between like the change that a cure for cancer can have, mm-hmm. the diff, like more and more and more research to find a cure for yeah. cancer, and more and more and more and more followers on Instagram? What like what impact are those two things having? Are they having the same oh my gosh, net impact no. in the world? Okay. I'm. That is just craziness to me. Social media, I mean, I was kind of sticking up for it, Mm. saying this is the reason, you know, if you're working towards something, you want more, but Mm. I think it needs to be in perspective. It's literally an app on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, half the people don't have it. Yeah. You could delete it in 20 seconds. It could get hacked. Someone could be born with excellent hacking skills and hack the whole thing and it could be gone tomorrow. Something like a cure for cancer that affects so many people in the world it doesn't discriminate it can affect babies it can affect old people no matter your race anyway country you live i think instagram is so trivial compared to this okay and i think i mean if someone if someone asked me it just makes me think like this is crazy if someone said you choose what do you want your money to go towards you can have fifty six thousand followers or you can have $56,000 funneled directly into a cure for cancer drug or something. Obviously, I'm choosing the second option, Mm. but yeah. But why? Because you have to help people. Is my social media helping people choose a new lip gloss or making them feel good about their day? Yeah, but the cancer is saving lives. I think there's a difference. Well, yeah, that's the question that I was trying to ask you. Yeah. Do Do you think there's a difference when it sounds like... Yeah. Well, (laughs) Well, I think there's a difference between, I mean, I do think social media can totally help you make new connections and Mm. friendships. Like that's how I'm doing this podcast Mm. right now. But exactly, exactly. Yeah, it makes you have, be happy, blah blah blah. But it doesn't change your life. It's not a life or death situation. And I think that's when it, you really need to think about it. It's like sometimes if you're making a decision and someone will say to you, what's the worst thing that can happen? And you think about the very, very worst thing and the worst thing could be, you know, it's not that it's not that bad. But when the worst thing is you could actually die mm. or something could actually life-changingly happen, that's, it's not a decision to be made, you know? But I think that's when it tells you, obviously, life and death situations and cancer research is a lot more important than Instagram followers. Mm. You think? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, you're still I, no, about no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just listening. To yeah. You. Um, yes. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I, I share the same opinion. I think, um, I have issues with social media. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'm deeply suspicious of what it's doing to us. Oh my gosh, um, it's doing crazy things, but we're going to be here for like another three hours if we're going to talk yeah, about everything yeah. wrong with it. Yeah, I know. And but there is some good, there is some positives as well. And like like us being here right now, yeah. that wouldn't have happened without social media, yeah, as exactly. you said. Yeah. And you know, um, I can be posting a photo and making everyone feel good because I'm like, oh, it's Monday, everyone needs some happy vibes. I'm going to post my Paris flashback photo and say, have a good week, everyone. Mm. Maybe I'll post a little quote. 
while I'm in bed thinking, oh God, it's so cold outside and I've got nothing to do because I wasn't booked on a modeling job today and no friends want to hang out with me mm. and I'm having a bad day. So I think you just got to take everything with a grain of salt. Like yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad that can be said about Instagram, mm. but I don't think everyone just wants to weigh in on this topic. Like it's a big overarching thing, but it's not that important. Do you think? Well, I, I feel think... like, I mean, this, this probably has to be the last question or the last kind of topic because, um, we're at an hour now. Oh God, <laughs> talk a lot. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, like. Because I, I posted, I think you saw the, yeah. the thing. Yeah, did I, you get? Yeah, there, there were a few questions. Um, most of them were kind of the same question, mm-hmm. which was like, how do you feel about, like, influencing people's lives? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, how do you feel about younger people, younger women, looking at you and feeling unhappy with how they look because they don't look like you? Mm-hmm. Um, because when you say... When you said before Instagram is trivial, the reason why I hesitated was because like you're right, it is trivial. It's an app on a phone. Yeah. Like it's not it's not real. None of it is real. It's just on the internet. But like it is like it, it, it like I, I've been like when I look at pictures of like male models and stuff yeah. and they have like these perfectly sculpted bodies and like perfect hairline and perfect noses and stuff like I become self-conscious yeah and like I really that was like I was really self-conscious for the first like I don't know between the age of like eight and 18 I guess and then it kind of faded but like yeah I think a lot of it has been fueled by images of beautiful people um so yeah that that was going to be the last thing okay so what what's the actual question do I feel the pressure well, like, how do I feel about it? How do you feel about being an influencer? Like, how mm. do you? I can probably keep this. I can probably keep this in. Yeah, keep it okay. in. Okay. Um, um, and like, this is a really hard question because, like, I, I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying that you are the culprit. That you are responsible no. for like people being self-conscious of their body bodies. But like, I think the, I think what modeling. I think what modeling, um, what modeling represents is, as we've kept saying throughout this conversation, is like perfection, impossible infant perfection. And like, if you're being presented with photos of impossible infinite perfection again and again and again and again, like, I, yeah. Oh, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. It's so much. I think, um, I feel, I feel happy and content with influencing on people's lives okay. because I feel like I would never promote something to someone that I didn't think was good. And in terms of looks, I think... What do you mean good though? Well, I would never try it. I would never promote something without trying it out. Oh, like a product or Yeah, something. a product okay. and even a message. Yeah. Well, I would have to, if I was really promoting something that I was saying I feel strongly about, I would really need to feel strongly about this. Um, but I think that with Instagram, yes, it can be damaging, but you you need to put in your time limits. You need to really think, okay, this is probably being edited. You can't, you can't get caught up in the whirlwind because we all do it. I scroll past 
people's photos that I have met and I'm like oh my gosh I wish I looked like that and then I'm like hang on you don't even look like that I met you and you do not look like that Mm. so I think yeah it really needs to be there is a lot of good there's also a lot of bad in comparing and stuff but I think there's also bad in comparing if you're on the bus and you see an ad on the bus stop or in a magazine or even a pretty girl in your class there's comparing everywhere you look so I think maybe using Instagram to think of the positives and maybe focusing on those people that write the captions about comparing or the the little quotes focus on those and bettering yourself Mm. and feeling more confident in yourself and just using it as a platform for inspiration and connect with people rather than a platform to compare yeah right right and I I totally agree with you I think that that's what it should be for it should be a platform to like mobilize people to get people together to inspire people to make people feel like they can do things that they couldn't otherwise have done but I feel like that's a very, very hard thing. That's a, In order to look at Instagram that way and in order to moderate your Instagram use, you have to be seriously, like, in control of your impulses and stuff. Yeah. Like, I spend, I spend a fair bit of time on my phone and, like, I like to think that I'm, like, I'm always conscious of my... Like, whenever I pick it up, I'm like, I have to get off it soon. Yes. Like, I, I think about it, I'm like, this isn't... Like, this isn't good for me. I need to get off it soon. And then, like, when I'm tired, sometimes I'm, I find myself scrolling through Instagram or something. That That's the thing. Like, it's that kind of behavior, the, like, the kind of uncontrollable picking up of your phone and scrolling and, like, being presented with images and stuff that I feel is super hard to overcome. It um, is. So, but, yeah, you're right. I think it is, but I don't know. We could honestly go back and forth and say, but what about 20 years ago when our parents didn't have this? What were they using their time for? Oh, like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's just crazy because Mm -hmm. then I think there's a lot of opportunity that comes with it as well. There's Mm. good and bad in everything. Didn't we say this exact words at Mm. the start? There's good and bad about everything. And now we're coming full circle for the end of the episode. All right, well, I think... Call it a day. I think let's call it a day. Well, thank you so much, Pia. Thanks so much for having me. I loved talking. Same. Um, And I really appreciate your honesty. I don't feel like too many people would, too many people in your position as being an influencer would feel comfortable talking as openly about what it's like. So I think you should be, yeah, I'm, it makes me feel very good to have been around like to have been around you while you're being so honest so thanks a lot I really appreciate it thanks I appreciate you for asking me on and I think you're doing a great job oh thank you so I hope it skyrockets yeah I hope I get (laughs) fucking 100,000 followers oh Oh. god (laughs) (laughs) oh okay woo well hey I hope you enjoyed the interview with Pia um I certainly did it it taught me a lot and I have done a lot of thinking about um, social media and Instagram and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, you you should you should have a think about it as well. Um, in the meantime, uh, between this episode and the next episode, um, I need to ask a few favors of you. Um, can you please leave me a review on iTunes? Um, I want. I want, I think that some of the interviews and some of the guests that I have on are saying really important things. And I, I think it's important 
for people to listen. Um, and unfortunately, the only way that people are going to listen is by um, having them, uh, having, I guess, the the podcast have more publicity. And um, I hate that. I hate all of these terms, but like, that's just, like the, the world sucks. The online world sucks. That's just the way, the way it is. Um, so go on iTunes and leave me a review. Um, share, you can, you can share the podcast. Like you can um, share it with your friends on like your Instagram story or something. Like if you enjoyed the episode, um, share it, please share it on your story. Um, send links to your friends, to your family, whatever. I don't care. Share it however you like. Um, and you can support me as well. And I mentioned this in the intro. You can go on www.alex.co slash contribute and you can help me out either via PayPal or via Patreon. Um, so please have a think about what the podcast means for you and whether you'd like me to keep going because it's only going to be it's only going to be harder um with uh less and less support so please help me out um and next up i have i'm not actually entirely sure which episode i'm going to be releasing next but i have a few um i have this kind of mini series that i've been working on which is called on being and there i'm going to uh kind of explore a number of different things uh that i have um, been thinking about over the past few years, like, uh, I don't know, depression and anxiety and paranoia and a lot of heavy topics, but also some more like some, some less, uh, emotionally heavy ones. Like what, what is it to be? Um, do we have a purpose? Do we have a duty? Um, and these episodes are going to be just with me. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll either be that or I did another interview, um, with my housemates. Um, Ralph and Oliver and um, there'll be more information about that uh, coming soon but that was yeah that was a a powerful um, interview for reasons that uh, I will discuss later um, but hey thanks for listening and if you made it this far and you want to prove to me that you've made it this far send me a message on Instagram or send me an email and pick up your phone right now fucking do it send me a message saying um banana no no uh suitcase eight um okay cool suitcase eight i'm waiting for it i'm waiting to see if you've listened to the whole thing um take care i love you all very much and thanks for listening bye